<clears throat> so even though that it's been two weeks, I think we're ready. I think we're sort of ready and can start. <laughs> um, sure, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Alright, I will add some audio and then I will, we can start. Welcome to Two Nerds, maybe more with your host, my girls are and Martin Larson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, Maybe More. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, or when we decide to show up, it's Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I am doing really good, Mike, and let me tell you why. Okay, go ahead. It, it is the European Championship in football, and Denmark, my country, my team, just won 3-0, and we're now in the quarterfinals. Nice. Who did they play? Uh, we played against the Wales. Is that really something to be bragging about? I'll have you know I played against Wales in FIFA all the time and won. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Was it 4-0? Oh, I, m- I must have missed a, missed a goal. Sorry. Uh, it's character craft <laughs> in the chat. So thank you with that update. I had to, to cut it a few minutes short because, you know, podcast stuff. So, uh, so yeah. But I mean, even better. Even better. Four, four goals is better than three. Now, does this league do it where, like, however much you win by, it also affects the overall score or point system? I mean, it does in the group stages, um, but we are not in the group stages anymore, ah. so um, so it doesn't um, matter too much. I mean, obviously, it, it I, I guess it, it's good for morale. Mm-hmm. So so obviously that does like something there, but but in in the I don't think it matters too much um, otherwise. Okay, cool. I have not been watching any any sports in general. Just I haven't been watching much of anything, to be honest, uh, <laughs> other than, than YouTube videos and things like that. I've kind of been just swamped with work, and when I get home, more work. Uh, it's just been a grind, and then we had the new kitten. A new little baby. Yep, uh, this new kitten's name is Tifa. And our other kitten's name is Yuna, so of course it is both. They are both named after the Final Fantasy characters in Final Fantasy X and VII, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, but currently, Yuna is um, today was her first day meeting. They actually had uh, they were running around having some fun, and Yuna seems fine. But she hasn't been eating for the last couple days, um, oh. so we don't know what's going on there she was at the vet yesterday um and we might have to take her back if she doesn't eat by the end of today Mm. so um we don't know what's going on there we're trying to figure it out so that hopefully um hopefully she's okay because now she has a little sister that she needs to look after so we need her good exactly just out of curiosity character craft in the chat is that is that rigor is that coffee just to to be sure. I'm um, sorry. You, you can carry on, Mike. I just wanted to. Yeah. For the audio listeners, uh, a reminder that we do go live on Twitch when we do go live. Um, it's that, been a while. Yeah. It's it has been a while. Initially, we had said we were going to take um, one week off because I was working that weekend, mm-hmm. and after that 12 day work week, I was just 
completely shot and just didn't have any energy left in me. So we took that next week off. So it was a two week break. And now we're here ready to go. But I guess this would be be a good time as any to kind of just make the announcement if you want to make it right now. Yep, sure. All right. So moving forward, we are we are we are going to start doing the podcast bi-weekly. That means that after this, uh, there will be no episode next week, but there will be one the week after. Uh, what this will allow us to do is do something that we really enjoy to do, but we don't get to do very often due to our time zones. Is simply have a day where we can kind of hang out and play some games together. It will add more to us actually having stuff to talk about similarly together on the podcast so we can come we have at least one thing that we could talk about that's similar but also it'll just be be a great time to play some games together again yeah exactly yeah i think because i brought this idea to to your attention then maybe we should do this because of a few different things that happen one you and I'm sorry if there's a, a the lot of noise. The party has started. Yes, the party has the started. Party started. The thing is that uh, it's student time over here, so everybody is finishing up their their um, what is what would that be equivalent to high school? I think. Um, so everybody's finishing up, and then they're driving around on trucks. Being, I mean, they have a driver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then people in the back of the truck are drinking and having fun and then they're going to each every student's house and getting a little bit of drink there then they get on the truck drive to the next one and <laughs> yeah it's a weird tradition and it's very bar crawl yeah it's sort of and it's very noisy if you're not on on the, the truck and having fun yourself <laughs> what's the legal drinking age over there 18 oh okay so they graduate high school oh just... drinking age 16 oh yeah, but but if you want to buy, I think normal beers you can buy at sixteen, but like harder liquor you need to be eighteen, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. I mean, it's I'm so old. Who cares? <laughs> um, I thought that the party that was in the background was because of the soccer game. Or the yeah, I mean, game. it's probably uh, combined as well. <laughs> but but it is the students. It is the, because of the students mainly. Um, uh, okay. So yeah. Anyway. Um, what we were talking about, we were saying that, yeah, no, you said you wanted to play Sea of Thieves, um, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, it doesn't work super well solo, it, it's better if you're a few people. So both Tom and I actually got it, but you didn't have time, so only Tom and I actually played it together, and we'll talk a bit more about it later. Um, and then Tom and I, and Tom and Amanda and I jumped in and played Overwatch, and you know, so we actually had a few weeks where we had like, had some good time. Um, and I was like, oh, but we're missing someone, <laughs> and I couldn't remember who. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I was like, no, we're we're, we're missing you. We're, we're missing, you know, uh, um, that possibility to actually play something together. And and I was like, hey, how about we we dial the podcast back a little bit, um, do it bi-weekly. Um, because sometimes I also feel like we're, we're trying to scramble to find stuff to, to talk about sometimes um, mm-hmm. when we do it every week. So mm-hmm. I thought, let's do it bi-weekly. Then at least we have the other week to play something together and then we actually have something to talk about. Um, so, so I thought that would be a great idea. And we talked about it very briefly and you're like, yeah, let's do it. And <laughs> no, not sure much discussion was needed um, yeah you pretty much floated the idea by me and i was on board i was like yeah you know what i i am all for that idea because uh 
we have always struggled to really be able to come together and play a lot of games together. Um, mm. Pretty much our time is limited to the weekends, unless for some reason I'm off work during the week, which doesn't happen very often. Mm. Um, so I am happy to be able to have a day where we can just kind of get together, hang out, the, play game. The beginning of Corona was amazing when oh, you were just completely every day, off. <laughs> every day. It was just like... Uh, non-stop gaming. It was a great time. Um, mm. For gaming, not for everything else. <laughs> no. No, that's true. So, yeah. But but sometimes it's also just, you know, uh, uh, the limitations, like World of Warcraft. We simply can't play together because we are in two different mm-hmm. time... Uh, not time zones, but two different server groups or whatever it is nowadays. But at least now, I don't know if you know this, Mike, uh, they have opened it up. So if you have global friends, you can now see them on the friend list. Uh, and I got I got messaged uh, by a wild Mac Irish um, oh. who who out of the blue messaged me while I was actually I was just, I, earlier today I was actually just in game just fooling around with my subs uh, subless account um, <laughs> because I just needed something to do while I was watching the the, the football match um, and yeah he messaged me and I was like oh wait you are not EU what is happening here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said I had seen that they were opening it up, and we're hoping that this is the precursor to allowing people to play together. Yeah, um, a bit easier. Yeah. I don't know how that would work in terms of World of Warcraft, but um, hope hopefully before long um, we'll be able to be playing some Blizzard games if we're still playing them at that time. Yeah, uh, that would together. Be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Anyway, I think I think it's time. To just jump into to it and talk about all the stuff you have watched, Michael. Um. Okay. So I've watched YouTube. Uh, actually, <laughs> there there is a cool channel that I kind of want to talk about. Um, okay. Okay. I've I've been watching a channel called um, Abroad in Japan. I think so. I think that's what okay. it's called. Let me let me double check. Um, but what it is is yes, it's called Abroad in Japan, and it's a British guy that moved to Japan and he's been living there for several years and he's had a channel for quite a while and he just does like a bunch of things Japanese like goes around he tries to do some foods um sometimes he did this uh journey across Japan where he cycled across the country and like stopped at different places and met some people that he knew um and just kind of experienced the local the local scene of those Mm. specific areas and I've really kind of been enjoying going through that adventure because, I mean, you know, but maybe not everyone else knows that um, I actually lived in Japan for three years, uh, pretty much, when I was in the military. But, I mean, being in the military, I was in Okinawa, and it was absolutely beautiful and wonderful. But at the same time, I was kind of still pigeonholed into, like, an American corner of the country because mm. the bases are all around there. But I love like japan as a country and uh, even though like there are flaws here and there of course like every nation um i love the people as well uh, they were so nice even when they didn't understand a word that i was saying and this <laughs> channel is kind of helping me like relive some of those memories that i had when i was in japan but also to be able to see some of the things that i might have missed and who knows maybe one day if i'm able to find my way back over there for a visit I can check out something different than the run-of-the-mill what everyone checks out. Hmm. 
Yep, fingers crossed. I've never been. I've never been. Um, would would like to. Maybe I should just I... Start, start with this channel. <laughs> just start your own channel? No, start with watching the channel. Oh, yeah, I definitely suggest it. Um, it's just a good time. Um, as long as you guys don't mind British people. I mean, I know sometimes <laughs> people... <laughs> um, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, I've been really enjoying the channel. Like, just seeing the different things. Um, I think the guy's pretty funny. Like, uh, he has, like... So, British charisma is kind of different than, like, what I'm used to with, like, American charisma. You know, like, it's a hmm. very different vibe. Uh, sometimes the humor is a bit different. But for some hmm. reason, maybe it's you guys over there. I don't know. But I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I like the channel. And I definitely suggest that everybody go check it out. It's called Abroad in Japan. There we go. I watched something that is not a channel on YouTube. It's not a series either. I know it's crazy, right? It's something that I know you have watched. It's a small movie called Mortal Kombat. Oh, yes. With the K. Mortal with Kombat K. with the K. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yeah. I. Uh, what do you think? I, I enjoyed it. I really. Yes. I think it was, I think it was really good. Is it one of the best? game to movie adaptations no uh, probably yeah. not there's yes, not a lot is. of there's not a lot of those around but i mean you know what i always t- to be honest i don't know was there actually a story to the very first mortal Kombat game yes was this the story um this In broad kind strokes, of like there, you know. there are certain parts of it yes um yeah, so kind of, kind of. Mm, because that's the only thing I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, it's not a, it's it's not a great setup, is it? It's not it's a great, not a great, you know, um, story. Like the the whole okay, story so, about so fighting, Kombat... fighting, fighting for the different realms. So over the years, the Mortal Kombat story has evolved. Mm. And it actually, surprisingly, had a story even in the first game. Um, Obviously, that was probably just like scrolling text, um, maybe a little bit of background scenery and things like that. But the idea was pretty similar to this movie where Earth is on the brink of destruction and the final tournament that Shang Tsung has to win is the one that will determine the fate. So if earth's heroes can defeat shang Tsung and his champions in mortal combat mm. then the realm will be saved and then from there it expands yeah. outward and backwards because there are certain characters that are not quite um that are older and not introduced until newer games so yeah let me rephrase it it's not a great story for a movie or at least it's not really shown. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's, it's it's a, it's sto- it's a story. It's a story made for a fighting game. Let's just yes, put it that way. It's, yeah. it's a story <laughs> that is kind of it's there in the background, but you're not there for the story. No, no. Exactly. It's like me watching anything with like aliens and giant robots, which I've talked about before. Which mm-hmm. is, I don't care about the story. I don't care about the puny humans. Okay, Godzilla could eat them all for all I care. I want to see Godzilla fight King Kong. I don't no. care about all the people. And it's kind of the same here where you don't really care about the story so much unless you're really into the franchise, which, like, I kind of am. Like, I like mm. the story for all of its basicness and cheesiness and things like that. But at the same time, it's like the combat is what kind of takes center stage, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And they usually do a pretty good job with the with the fighting. 
How, how did you feel about the fighting in, in, in this one? Um, I think I mentioned it before where I do, I liked it because it was kind of flashy, you know, like there were some cool hmm. things added in there and none of it looked really too fake. But in the original Mortal Kombat, you did see a bit more what seemed to be like actual um, like fighting styles hmm. and actual like, I don't know if it would be considered like karate or jujitsu or exactly whatever they were doing, but no. I did feel like the original one had a bit more of the actual like fist hand to hand combat style stuff. Yeah. I, I I feel like now sitting and thinking back on it, I do feel like there was not enough combat of it mm-hmm. maybe to I think there was needed to be more in my opinion fighting in there. And I really I mean that's probably just down to style as well, but I really really liked you know, that type of combat that you see in The Matrix where, you know, the camera is actually back and there's not too many cuts uh, where you actually see all the kung fu and all the fighting going on because mm-hmm. the actors have, have, have you know, trained their, their butts off for, for months. Um, and I, I feel like I feel like this movie needed more of that. Okay. Uh, in, in all. But that being said... You know what? It's a Mortal Kombat movie. I, I loved. I, I loved it for for that. Uh, it, it, there was so many great effects, and and mm-hmm. I, I even watched how you know how they did some of the sound effects and stuff like that because they actually you know did it the old school way where they were you know crushing melons and stuff like that to mm-hmm. make those gross sounds and 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 yeah. So 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 overall, for what it it for what it was, it was actually pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, one thing to also keep in mind is that this movie is probably setting the way for the future ones because, um, spoiler alert, the actual tournament does not take place in this movie. Um, <laughs> so um, you would think that the next movie, if it took place and they were actually doing the tournament, then it, there would be a lot more combat because in the first mm. movie, the original one in the 90s, it pretty much takes them straight to the tournament. Yeah. So you get to see those fight scenes between the notable characters like Sonya and Kano and yeah. uh, Scorpion and Johnny Cage. And... I was just sitting there waiting for it. Get over here! <laughs> and you waited the whole movie. <laughs> I waited the whole movie for that, that one. Then I was like, yeah, it's fine. I don't have to watch anymore now. All right. I, <laughs> um, I, I disagree a little bit there. But okay. <laughs> no. no, just kidding. But yeah, Mortal Kombat. I mean, if you're into that type of stuff, I suggest you watch it. Like, I like it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Thought it was a good movie. You so, could do worse so. when with video game related movies. Let's you definitely that. could, definitely could. Yeah, yeah. there's still the the Mario Brothers out there. <laughs> I, you know what? I have good memories about it because I was a kid. I don't know how it would be if I rewatched it today. So I think I'll just want to keep my, my good memories from... from, from See, I'm from on the opposite up. side. I think we should figure out a way to do a watch party and we watch it together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We'll have to All look right. into that. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's get to... So we both kind of talked about Mortal Kombat, but you have something else here. What the, yeah, something yeah. else here. <laughs> something that I've been watching, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know what it is. Exandria Unlimited, episode that one. That is the comic book or graphic novel for Matt Mercer's D&D thing. You are close but wrong. Oh. Yeah. So, Critical oh, Role, isn't it? Critical Role Campaign 2 has ended. It's over. 
And I'm so jealous because uh, I've, I've tried to stay away from spoilers and, and stuff, but everyone is like, oh my god, it's such a great ending. And I'm like 90 episodes away from it. Um, <laughs> but uh, the big question, everyone, which is on everyone's mind, is is there a campaign three? And the answer is yes, but it's not starting yet. Um, because Matt Mercer needed time to obviously prepare uh, <laughs> a campaign number three. So the way that they did this is that they actually have pre-recorded eight episodes. I don't know how many they have already re-recorded and what they're doing right now. But anyway, they're doing a limited series, eight episodes, um, which takes place in the same world, but 30 years later. Mm-hmm. Um and there is it's a new DM it's not Matt Mercer it, it's uh, oh I don't remember her name she's doing stuff on saving a channel called Saving Throw and other stuff as well um, so it's it's a new, brand new DM but set in the world that Matt, Mesa, uh, Matt Mercer came up with there's two new actors and then there's two of the original cast uh, and as a bonus Matt Mercer is actually playing a character as well mm-hmm um, so they're doing this eight episodes. The first episode dropped this week. Um, at least if, if you're subscri- subscribing to, to the channel, or else you have to wait until Thursday to see mm-hmm. it on YouTube. Um, but anyway, it's a limited series. Um, I jumped into it and it's so much fun, uh, so far. Uh, it's that there's like, uh, pee and puke, uh, pee, puke and poop humor straight off the bat uh, and <laughs> quite interesting you know introduction to all these characters but it, there's also mystery uh, and obviously D uh, uh combat um and i know that you've had a little bit of trouble getting into like a full campaign because there's mm-hmm. like so many episodes and it's four hours per episode and things like that but i would actually maybe recommend you to maybe see this one since it's a limited series mm-hmm. um because you know, four, four hours. Sure, it's a long time, but if you if you take like four hours out of a full week, then you could potentially, you know, yeah. uh, um, just treat it like a series and watch it an hour here and there. Um, because this is like top notch uh, role play. It, it's so mm-hmm. good. I I cannot recommend it enough. Um, I think even though I've only seen one episode, I'm the, this is this is so good. Okay, two things. One, the new DM will be Abria Iyengar. Yes. Okay, as the new DM. Um, like you said, she's part of like Saving Roll and Dimension 20. Oh, wait, no, mm-hmm. no, that's the other person. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe she was in yeah, she was in that too. So, uh, she'll be the new DM, and like you said, Matt Mercer will be a player. And will this be in the podcast format as well? Because I did have, I was trying to figure out ways to watch or listen to the to the uh, critical role while I was on the go, mm. and they didn't start doing like a podcast format till I think like a portion of the way through campaign two, mm. and I was like, no, I can't start right there. And then I was trying to start at certain points, and it was like one of the episodes is only in mono, um, and it's only on one earphone, and I was like, what is going on here? Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, um, I, I think they did have a few episodes where they had some technical difficulties. I think the was the mono one the live one. Maybe. Yeah, because I think they had one live episode where everything just went 
the f up um but uh but yeah to be honest i don't i don't know i, I would think that this is just running on the normal schedule where it will also be out as, as a podcast um mm-hmm. i would think so but then i don't know i don't know when it will, would be out properly on, on next thursday um the first episode um you said next thursday yeah because they're always delayed a, a week um okay. so so i would think that it will be out on thursday uh, okay. Or is it Tuesday? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. I don't follow that that closely. Um, I will but, try to check this out. Yeah, I, I would recommend it at least since it also is a limited ser- uh, uh, you know run. It's only eight episodes, so it's a little bit more manageable. If if you're looking for some some way to get into uh, uh, watching or, or listening to to Critical Role, then I think this is a, this is a, you know an obvious. Um, um, way or entry in into the universe all right good to go i will definitely yeah. try to check this one out um all right let's let's move on a little bit That's let's good. move on to some gaming stuff we've kind of mentioned it already but sea of thieves yeah. um it was kind of me that kind of kick-started this bit of it i think tom had mentioned trying to play sea of thieves before previously and it's always kind of been on my radar I think it got pretty negative reviews when it first came out, and it kind of turned me off to it. Yeah, I think I remember bad reviews as well, and and it, it was on my radar, but but because of the bad talk, I just it, it just went off the radar. Yeah, and I think that over time it's gotten better, and I think that like there's always been kind of a group that just really enjoyed it because it's like you know pirating and things like that. Um, but what, what kind of got me was. E3 just happened, and there was a little trailer, and it had Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean, and if that was not Johnny Depp voicing it, whoever was voicing it sounded very close to Johnny Depp, so to me it sounded like it was Johnny Depp, Uh, but either way, um, I love the character of Jack Sparrow, while I do think that they might have like overplayed it a bit with Mm. all the different movies. I do like the character as a whole, and I was like, oh, maybe I should try getting into this game and seeing what could happen. And I started playing it solo, and I I know that you delved in with Tom, and there's that beginning portion where you're on the ship, like after you get all your stuff on the island and you first set out on your ship, and it wants you to do certain things. Well, it was pretty difficult for me to both steer the ship and fire the cannons because <laughs> I had to leave the helm of the ship to go down to the cannon run back up to steer the ship in the other way so I didn't crash into something and it was just I was playing it and I was like okay this would definitely be better if I had a crew yep yep so then I reached out to you guys and I was like hey uh, I have Xbox Game Pass and I've downloaded Sea of Thieves anybody interested in playing and you guys said yep and in true traditional fashion you started playing without me <laughs> yeah, just uh, uh, the, there is an offer right now where you can get it really, really cheap to two or three months or something like that for 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 really, really cheap. So if you haven't tried out Xbox Game Pass, now is the time. You can always cancel that when the time is up. You don't have to continue this offer. But to be honest, uh, getting a little sidetracked here, I think I actually might cancel my PlayStation subscription and have this one instead because I'm having a, a blast with it. Um, anyway, Sea of Thieves, uh, Tom and I jumped into it, and uh, I didn't even know there was an intro solo thing that you could do, so uh, we just jumped into it, uh, oh. straight into the game, um, and yeah, just started pirating. We, we had our boat, we were two people, Tom was the navigator, I was sail- 
scanning the ship. Um, and yeah, we, we found a lot of booty. We killed some skeletons. We, uh, you know, short, uh, uh, slowly figured out some of the systems. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good time. And, and I can totally see how this would be even more fun with a few more people. Um, so we, we do know Amanda got it as well. We know you have it. So maybe, maybe next week, if we're really lucky, we'll have like a crew of four. Or if people want to do stuff before we do D and D, that is also a possibility. Um, I mean, it, I know people are only, busy on Sunday. The <laughs> only thing is that around before D and D, that is lunch, uh, not lunch, but uh, 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 dinner time for a lot of us over here in in the good old EU. So it depends on on the timings and that. Um, tired of but... no, you all need to match my schedule. Okay, I'm tired of switching around <laughs> mine to match your guys. <laughs> I mean. I have to eat. <laughs> eat earlier. Um, anyway, no, <laughs> um, I can't wait to really jump in. Like, I I want to play it. I I enjoyed like the um, just like the art style when I jumped hmm. in. I was like, oh, this is pretty nice. Um, and then using that map was a bit difficult for me. I yeah. always suck at using maps in games, let alone a map that does not specifically tell you, like, follow this path. It has, like, X marks the spot. Like, I mean, it's a pretty interesting concept, and I'm glad that if I'm going to play this, I have other people with me. (laughs) It's actually one of the things we talked about, Tom and I, that is, like, refreshing that, you know, it's not just like, oh, go over here and do stuff. Now you're done (laughs) here. Go over over there instead. That you actually had to, you know, figure things out on your own um, a little bit more. And, oh, my God, students, go away. (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we we had good fun uh, trying to to find the the islands that we need to go to. We even got attacked by a skeleton cruise ship. Oh. Um, yeah, so so we got attacked by them, and and we obviously sunk their boat because hey, don't attack us. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, overall had a had a really good time. We had like a weird incident because we thought that you know that you could set it to only play with people that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of a sudden, the other—it was last night when Tom and Amanda and I wanted to give it a whirl. All of a sudden, this boat came in out of nowhere, started shooting our boat. Uh, people ran onto land and, and, and killed me, among others. And I was like, <laughs> "What? The, what the hell happened here?" Um, uh, because we, we all thought that you know it was a closed-off experience for just mm-hmm. us. So I don't know if it was like just some some weird settings that wasn't set properly or um or, or, or if it's just how it's supposed to be that the world is open open to everyone um we have to, to to look into that a little bit more but but yeah overall uh had a lot had a blast with it that's pretty interesting to me like i think that'd be cool like you're just going around and then all of a sudden like more players show up and you're like oh crap <laughs> and it's pirates right you can't trust them they're not exactly. just gonna be on their way they're pirates yep <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to jumping in. Um, and you did mention like the Game Pass, and I am fully on board with people and the Game Pass. There's such a good, there's so many good games in there mm-hmm. that you could be playing. And I, I just looked right now, um, and actually there is Dark Alliance on there, mm-hmm. the new one, yep. uh, the D and D game uh, by Wizards of the Coast, which I haven't even really looked too much into. I but, looked at it. I looked at mm-hmm. it and was like, "Yeah, I'm probably not going to get this. And if I'm going to get it, I'll get it when it's you know 
probably cheap because it doesn't it doesn't look like it's it's my kind of game straight out of the bat. Uh, but now that it's actually on Game Pass, I'm like, hey, I might actually just check it out now because I I can. Yeah, it looks like a, at least from what I've seen, the initial things kind of look more like a Dark Souls style game. Mm. Um, Which so, turns me off right away. <laughs> um, I'm the opposite. Like I like that style of game, so I might jump in there and give it a mm. go. Some people also saying that it's sort of like uh, uh, War, the Warhammer that we played, Vermin, Yeah, that it's sort of, sort of along those lines as well. So oh. when I heard that, I was like, hey, now it actually becomes a little bit more interesting if we can find some time to play together, all of us. But um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. A- anyway, with Game Pass, we can now. Can we get a sponsor? Um, with Game Pass, um, uh, you can check it out uh, almost for free at the moment. So uh, so I will surely do that. The only gripe that I have with this is that um, the well positive thing is that you also get access to EA Play, like the, the cheapest version of it. Yeah. Um, the downside is that you need to install the EA launcher to be able to play it. And that launcher is freaking bad there i said it um it it even it I, I tried to install a game and it just froze up and i needed to restart the launch and then afterwards i couldn't install that game anymore it just kept staying on downloading and nothing happened and i had to actually uninstall the launcher to install it again to be able to you know reset whatever had happened and it crashes on me all the time and it's just so horribly bad um, okay, so, so I think that might be a user experiencing because I've used Origin for years. It's not Origin. It's oh, not, it's not Origin. Origin. No, no, no. Origin, I'm fine with. It's EA launcher. It's it's a, it's still in beta. Um, it, it's uh, EA <laughs> desktop. It's called, and you need oh. that if uh, to be able to use, uh, you know, to be able to use EA Play through the the, the Game Pass. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see, no, I no, no, Origin EA Play through Origin. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, but I have Origin as well. And Origin is fine. Everything works fine over there. It's just the EA desktop launcher. It's it's horrible. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is still in beta, so hopefully they'll they'll fix all the weird bugs that the people encounter eventually. But it's it's not a good start. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, a game that also we both played that is on the Game Pass because that's how I played it. Is um, a game. Let's get all you... my games out of the way first, so I can just relax. That's right. I, I got it. Well, my last two or my last three are not that long. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. So, like two of them, I just kind of touched in, you know, treaded water a little bit. Uh, but it's just the order of things on the list. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we have both played a game called Carrion, and since yes. you were the one that introduced it, um, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I... It is an indie game, and the previews was pixelated, and I was like almost just turned off by it. But then I actually uh, read the description, and it is a horror game, but in reverse. And what does that mean? It means that you are the horror element, you are the monster, and uh, you need to kill people and stuff and solve mm-hmm. puzzles. And I was like, hey, this sounds kind of interesting. Let's just. I mean, well, that's Game Pass. I can just install it, and if it's not worth anything, then I can just, you know, uninstall it again. Uh, no harm done. I installed it, and I fell in love with this game. It's so good. It's only, like, probably four hours long to get through it, but I enjoyed every freaking minute of it. Um, basically, it, it's like... I don't I don't know what these type of, of platformers are called. I think they're called something specific. It's a Metroidvania. 
Yeah. Um, so you have to sometimes return to places you've already been to, and you need to unlock areas, and and you need to eat a lot of people to to, to get <laughs> your your energy up, and and as time goes on and you unlock more stuff, you you can do different things, and. I don't know. It, it's difficult to 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 explain for me, but I just in love. Uh, I I in loved. I enjoyed. I loved and enjoyed every every four hour uh, that I played of this. It, it was so so much so much fun. Just having your tentacles just you know fly out and grab a human and just eat it in like the most vicious way. Yeah, it's it's a power fantasy game where if you're a fan of like creature features and the monster being this. Um, thing that can't really be stopped this is you being able to be that thing finally that can't be stopped mm-hmm. uh, and it is pretty fun to run around and just your tentacles are flailing all over the place because you're using them to both attack and move um, mm-hmm. and then they introduce a few different enemy types like the game's not too deep but there are a few different enemy types that you need to learn like okay I need to get into a smaller area to go around these enemies because I can't attack them from the front because they actually will be able to hurt me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you mentioned, there are different upgrades throughout the game that you can get that will allow you to open up different pathways and explore previously unexplored areas. And along the way, you might also be finding out a little bit about the story through these flashbacks where the gameplay slows down tremendously and is not mm-hmm. all that fun. Um, <laughs> but you get to kind of see a bit of the origin of... I haven't finished a game, but I'm going to assume it's of the creature, um, of how the creature was made and became a thing. So you kind of start piecing together those bits as you play through the game. But at its heart, it's simply you are the monster and you can run around and kill everything that you come across and mm. absorb their essence and it's just and, uh, a good time and to be fair if if you don't if you play sloppily you get killed you can get killed fairly easily, fairly easily actually, if, yeah. if, if you if you don't pay attention so it's not like you're just you know this monster that you know is, is supernatural and 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 you know, just slaughters everything. Um, you do, you do need to to think a little about what you're doing, especially when you hit, when you hit the mobs with uh, flamethrowers, um, because if you're on fire, you need water to put it out, and if there's no water nearby, then you'll burn to death. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I haven't even made it there yet. No, and that's also mechs and stuff like that later on, uh, drones and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, that be- becomes a little bit more uh, difficult to to um, to deal with. But overall, just I I had a blast with this game and after the four hours it's like no I want I want more I want mm-hmm. more out of this at least one more hour come on <laughs> yep it's a fun time also you can pick it up on Xbox Game Pass we mentioned it at the beginning but uh, um, for the low low price of fourteen ninety nine, for fourteen ninety nine a month you too pick up Carrion on the Xbox Game Pass um, <laughs> not hashtag not a sponsor um <laughs> All right, let's move on. Carrion, great game. Check it out. Um, All right, so it'll be me for a little bit. I will start with the big one here, which is Uncharted 2. Uh, Back in my streaming days, I played the original Uncharted, and I loved the story. I had some issues with the gameplay. Um, I had trouble shooting and aiming with, like, the two joysticks. Um... 
and then I felt like there wasn't enough like tomb exploration or like the area exploration it felt like it was explore a little then there's a bunch of wave of enemies explore a little bunch of wave of enemies is that the one with the train in the beginning um yes the second one yes yeah that's the um, one i played then yeah so i played the first one beat it on stream and i started the second one but i was like ah it's more of the same i kind of don't want to deal with that um, but i finally went back and i i have the collection on the ps4 so mm-hmm. I started playing it the other night, and it started off well enough, and then before long, I started noticing those same tedious things that I didn't really enjoy. And the problem is, is that I really enjoy the story. Like, I'm really into the characters and the story that's going on. I love, like, the Indiana Jones vibes going on, you know? Like, Indiana mm-hmm. Jones is one of my favorite, like, movie franchises, um, even with a few misses here and there. Uh, I really enjoy that. But... It's just, it always seems like there's way too many enemies to be in the area that are like, that you're actually at. And it's one of those situations where like, you're never just exploring something and then you'll move on somewhere else after exploring it. Where like, it's simply just like, hey, like, we're going to go check out this temple and it's really cool and it's just puzzles. And then you move on to somewhere else. It's like, hey, I'm going to explore this puzzle. I'm going to explore this temple, do the puzzle, and then there's going to be waves of enemies. Then there might be an escape scene, um, which some of the set pieces are really cool. Like mm-hmm. when you're escaping certain scenes, like they look really nice and those are fun. Um, but it's that wave of enemy thing that just gets to me every time. Um, it feels like sometimes enemies are a bit cheaply placed. Enemies are sponges, so you're running out of ammo quite frequently. Um, I think it's just because you're bad at hitting. Like it's because you're bad no, at I'm actually pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> Do the um, headshots. I got like. I literally fired. I got a trophy or an achievement or whatever you want to call it because I shot this guy in the head like five times and he didn't die. And it's like <laughs> consecutive headshots. Like I was like, yay, the guy's still there. Like, um, <laughs> so I think what I would kind of like in a game like this is a bit more exploration of the area, um, a little bit clearer on like where I should be going. I feel like sometimes the environment just blends together and it seems l- like there are places you can explore, but you can't. A little bit more the new Tomb Raider. So I haven't played the newer Tomb Raiders. I played like the mm-hmm. intro bits to the first one. So mm. Yeah, because um, that's that's how I feel like that those are that you explore the areas a little bit more. Uh, they still have, you know, waves of enemies sometimes that can be annoying, but but at least you, you get to have your uh, get your drop on them most of the time where you can yeah. you know fi- find the best position to to uh, to yeah uh, do your ambush um but yeah i i played the, the fourth one as well that's the one that i played on on uncharted force the one i played on uh playstation now which is their subscription based mm-hmm. model where you actually stream the games instead of owning them yeah or installing them um, but the thing is, I, for some reason, probably a World of Warcraft patch, something hit. Um, mm-hmm. So I got away from the games a little bit. When I came back, it was no longer on PlayStation Now. So I lost my save games. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> it sucked because I was probably, I would say, f- at least 50% through the game, maybe even 60, something like that. Um, I was pretty far in. So I was like, I can, I just can't be asked doing this again. They were like, "Oops, looks like you gotta pay for it." <laughs> oh, I mean, I, 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 I actually did pay for PlayStation Now 
for a month. No, to, I, to... I mean, um, now you gotta pay for the game. Oh, but I still don't get my save games. Oh, it's, it's... linked to the PlayStation Now Cloud? Yeah, it was. I, I oh. think... And I think there is some way to get them out, I think, but, you know, when the game is not on there anymore, you can't log into the game and, and transfer the, the save games or something like that. So so they were just gone, um, and I was like, yeah, I can't be asked doing this. I even think that I got the game because I think maybe it was for free and the subscription, the other subscription that they have or something like that, I have the game, but I was like, I can't be asked playing through all this again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's the that's the issue I have with it is simply the game itself. I guess like nothing mm. is particularly horrible. Like it does have like the Assassin's Creed issue where sometimes you'll be trying to jump a certain way and nothing will happen, or <laughs> it looks yeah. like you should be able to get somewhere but you can't. Uh, yeah, it's just I I need to either a push through or just acknowledge that maybe maybe I should just watch like a let's play of the games because mm. I can't. Uh, do it, but let me revisit that in a bit. Um, I've been trying to fill the void between the next patch of World of Warcraft with other things. Um, mm -hmm. I think the next patch comes out this week. Um, so, yeah, in four days. Yeah, so I will be able to start gearing up and getting ready for the raid um, starting next week. So I've been trying to fill it, and of course, like many other people, I have jumped into Final Fantasy XIV again. Um, just a bit of leveling here and there. I haven't been able to give it too much time, so I don't have much to speak of. Um, I know that if you are a World of Warcraft fan and you watch a lot of WoW creators and then or content creators, and then you suddenly see them playing Final Fantasy XIV, um, they are all very quick to say, this is the best thing ever. Uh, WoW is garbage. Final Fantasy XIV will rule. And then come a month from now, they're back on World of Warcraft. Um for rating purposes and things like that. I am not one of those people. I like Final Fantasy XIV. I enjoy it, but it's slow. It's very slow <laughs> in the beginning. Uh, it's Now, some people are like, oh, well, you know, it's about the journey, blah, blah, blah. I agree. Like, the journey is fine, but to acknowledge that it's not slow, and it can sometimes be a little bit boring. Like, if you're not in the mood to read text, then... You're going to miss a lot of the story here, or you're just going to be like, you know what, I can't play right now because I don't, I'm not, maybe I just had a long day at work and I can't be staring at a screen reading this text all day. That is something to note going into it. Um, like, there are really cool storylines in there, uh, sprinkled throughout and then later on, and people do say that things pick up after A Realm Reborn, but just know that A Realm Reborn is quite an investment of time. You're mm -hmm. looking at forty hours plus of game time. I just, I think I, I, I ran into like oh, I can't be asked anymore when you get around max level for a Realm Reborn because mm -hmm. then you need to do all the raids and they're mandatory mm -hmm. for the story progression. And I was like, Ugh, I cannot be asked doing this. Um, at least not at that point. And then uh, that's when I quit. Uh, and then I, I, I haven't returned back because I just know there's so much mandatory stuff that I need to get through. Yeah, I don't even mind that stuff. It's just, I know it's going to be a slog to kind of get through. Hmm. Or, no, let me not say a slog, okay, because people might really enjoy it. Um, it's just going to be a time investment. And I don't always have that time investment. Um, people like to really compare the two. And I don't think that you should compare World of Warcraft to Final Fantasy XIV. Like, yes, they're both MMOs, but they both offer 
completely different experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both good games. For. Yeah, they're, they're both, both good games. games. Um, a lot of people talk about well, WoW's too end game oriented, and I'm like, well, it's kind of been that way since uh, <laughs> after vanilla, if you think about it. Um, so it's like that's World of Warcraft's been around 15 years or so, so of course you're gonna know the method and you're gonna get to end game right away. And the game has adapted to the way that the players play. That's simply it. So um, I enjoy both. Play both if you like both. Just know that. Like me, Final Fantasy XIV is slow to get into. Um, mm. Other than that, I jumped into one of the new fighting games that has come out recently called Guilty Gear Strive. Um, this is the newest game in the Guilty Gear series. Uh, as people know, I like Dragon Ball Fighters. There's a lot of button pushing going on in there. And this game is very different. It is look, very different. <laughs> look, Looking at it, I'm like, yeah, this is such a mic game. Yeah. <laughs> I just Googled it. Uh, it's it's fun, but it's very different. And uh, sometimes fighting games are like that, where you kind of get sucked into one style. And uh, Dragon Ball Fighters might have like uh, you're going to be pushing the buttons relatively quickly in succession. But then this one has it where you're gonna push the button, wait for a character to do a certain animation, then you start your next part of the combo. So it is a bit more like meticulous and planning based like that. Uh, but it's still a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I just need a bit more time on my hands as we all do in order to be able to give it a little bit more love because fighting games, you do need to have, um, you need to have time to practice. Like that's pretty much it. Like you need to have time to practice. It can be like a job sometimes. <laughs> like you need to get in there. That's why you need to find a fighting game that you actually like so that that job portion of it you enjoy it yep i actually considered after watching mortal kombat i actually considered uh, installing just injustice 2 because it's, uh-huh. the, it's the same developer i believe um and uh, but injustice 2 is the is the dc um uh, uh um you know it's the Probably. dc characters yeah. Um, in it, uh, and I played the first one. had a had a blast with the first one. So I did consider install it. It's on the Game Pass. Still not sponsored. Um, so, uh, so I might just install it and have a have a go at it because uh, yeah, it it could be fun. It could be. Just don't break anything. <laughs> yeah. Why? And that's pretty much everything I've been playing. Yeah. You also been playing some D and D. Yeah. Kind of. Sort uh, of. Possibly. A little bit. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I I had a blast last session, um, because you guys arrived at a large city, mm-hmm. rather large city, lots of stuff going on. <laughs> also, lots of stuff going on outside. Um, no, lots of stuff going on. Uh, a huge sprawling city with lots lots of things to do, and and um, I'm I'm quite happy to say that you haven't. You only you know scratched the surface of things to to discover so far um because i had two weeks off pretty much because you you were gone for for one session so that Mm -hmm. gives me you know uh an extra week to prepare so i prepared a lot of stuff um and i have prepared a lot of stuff in in your journey going forward um so so yeah um I don't know. How did you feel about heading into to this rather large city? In, uh, well, actually, the largest city in the north, the area that you're you're visiting. Um, I both like it and dislike it. Um, I like it because I do love like 
characters entering this brand new space that is fairly large and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't like it because it is large and overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> when, when you are actually, so like one of the things that video games do that you kind of mentioned too, is that they tend to point you in a direction. Mm-hmm. Um, this one kind of does that, you know, like there are little threads here and there, like there was a little message board or a bulletin board of sorts that had like, Hey, we have this and this going on. Go see a, mm. go see B. Um, but when you're in a party of people and each have different, um, different goals, different, uh, interests and different ways of deciding what they're going to do it's going to lead you all in different directions. So that's mm-hmm. that's good. That's good because it's like, it adds to the characters, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then you run into the inevitable, um, how long are those characters going to be in those spots? Because then it's like, okay, am I going to play at this point? Or am I just going to wait? And then if it's your turn and you're the one doing it, then someone else is having that probably that same feeling on the other side. So mm-hmm. um, that's always a challenge for me sometimes is to like try to, figure out how to balance that um but overall i mean oh i already have planted a few seeds that will take you in the direction you want to go (laughs) um and then i'm still i'm still battling with a disconnect between like my character and the group Hmm. um i've been trying to like do certain things to try to bridge it but it's not working the way that i want it yeah, I've been thinking a lot about that, and maybe maybe we should have a, just a, a talk, all of us together, um, in between the sessions. Thing is that, like, the thing is, like, I I don't want it to be a situation where people start changing the way that they're playing, or the way no. that they feel their characters should be. No, um, but I, I understand where you're coming from, but to be honest, me as a DM, I've had a pretty large headache with this issue as well because I also have been like hey what can I do to try and steer you know the how everything works a bit more um so but but I think overall because I think there's also a few misunderstandings here and there as I see it because some people are just new to D&D and and how this whole thing works so I think it's like a combination of a lot of things um and I would love because I like all, I li- really like all the characters, and I would love for them to sort of figure out, you know, a way forward, a way together. Uh, but I don't want it to be forced as well. I, I want it to be, you know, as well a little bit more natural. But but maybe maybe we should just have a talk and just you know have a the, maybe just a general talk about how mm-hmm. how things work out and if there's anything we can, we can do. Um, because yeah, because I, I see I see your struggle. And I I don't know how to fix it. I have no no clue. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't either. I think that it's just like the character that I've created does not fit well either with um, with like with the group dynamics of like the type of characters hmm. or the way that people choose to play them. Yeah. So like but There's the only there, there there is a few but the thing is that there is something that I would, I would like to wait with uh, before we had like a, a talk like that because I I have planted some seeds mm-hmm. and the, and once they are all revealed I think the group has to figure something out together maybe potentially I don't know um, but they just haven't come into fruition yet 
Um, so, so I'm also sort of like waiting a little bit just to see whenever that thing, you know, uh, then that information has, comes out, how everyone will react to it, and then depending on what what happens going forward from there, then maybe I think we should have a have a talk by then. Yeah, and I'm I'm open so. to it. I'm always willing to discuss things and see what's going on. Um, I'm pretty open. I have been trying to. Um, slowly open my character up to different individuals mm. um, and it's all done it's all done in like a way that everyone else can still hear um, yeah. their characters can't hear but they can hear and I tried mm. to like lay little bread crumbs here and there of like things that are going on like with my character so that the players would hear and then maybe interact in certain ways um but it still hasn't kind of happened. But I, <laughs> I am really enjoying the relationship that my character Grenar has with Tom's character Kafas. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm really enjoying like that dynamic right there. Mm. And I've been toying around with some like some minor like barrier breaks that could happen. Um, but I don't know exactly how to like weave it in yet. Um, oh. Maybe we need to have a talk after this uh, after this podcast as yeah. well. <laughs> so that would, uh, it would just kind of be like a really fun moment, and then the the after effects of that, I don't know how no. to handle that. So that would okay. be a, a pretty interesting slash fun uh, moment between okay. those two characters, at least, and maybe even fun. for anyone else that may be around. One thing that I quickly want to bring up before we end here, because we are running low on time, um, is that I did a fortune-telling session yeah. with, with one of the characters. I made some, some custom-made cards. I spent a lot of time on making making this small deck. Um, and in Roll20, you can make your own card decks. So that's what I did. Which also meant that when you're dealing cards, you don't have control of how they what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. Um, which was exciting to me because you know from a role-playing s- standpoint that's I think that's pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, I, the more that is random in my opinion well not everything should be random but the more that you know makes sense is random the better in my opinion for instance mm-hmm. just a small thing is that if there's a group of mobs let's say there's four skeletons I roll health individually for each skeleton so you know one skeleton is very weak you'll kill it off straight away while the other one's a little bit more butch uh, stuff like that just so to, to shake things up and it's not you know uh, mm-hmm. so you, you can't always expect what, what's going to happen so I did this with I made ten cards and I knew that six of them would, was going to be used um, which Mike, I don't know if you know, but that's a combination of roughly 150,000 combinations. Um, yeah, that's quite 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 a, a few different combinations, uh, if my math is correct. Um, so I spend two evenings just dealing cards, dealing these cards, talking myself through stuff that I could say, and even then. The combination that happened that that uh, last session, you know, I, ne- I actually never had that combina- combination come up mm-hmm. in my own playthroughs. Um, so I think that was the the one thing that I'm one most proud of because I, the cards turned out so cool; they look so good. And secondly, I think the whole reading itself worked really, really well. And and I think that I got, you know, the <clears throat> the stuff that I wanted to to to. Uh, talk about in, in 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 the card reading actually came came 
roughly out in the way that I wanted it. So that's that was just one moment for me where I was like, this is so cool. It worked out it, so it well. It was cool. It so. was cool to watch from like even just a like a viewer perspective because obviously my character was nowhere near. Um, mm. But I thought it was a, a pretty cool thing to watch. Cool. Thanks. Really well um, so yeah, I, I would love to maybe if we get to something like this and in, in later on to maybe just expand on the deck because I think that the deck is... is it looks really really cool the cards looks really cool so you can do a lot of things with it and so each card sort of like have like a few uh, keywords attached to them that i know about so obviously so i could technically do this with any of your characters and probably get sort of a meaning or uh, out of it uh, in that way so uh, yeah really really enjoyed figuring out how the hell to 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 put all that together uh, but again that's what two weeks do when i, I can't D&D for two weeks then this this stuff happens <laughs> so um, interesting idea and I'm stealing it from the book series that I'm reading um, I just finished up the second book in the Stormlight Archive which is the book series I've talked about before mm-hmm. um, I just finished up that book and within that series there is a reoccurring character called Wit and he is the king's wit and he often will ridicule and berate other people around him but oftentimes he will also say things to certain characters that are almost like they're riddles, but at the same time they're like big philosophical like wisdom within them, and it challenges people to think in certain ways. Um, but he often finds himself popping up in certain spots that you're like, how the heck did this character get here? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that could be like a little idea there. Um, like, why does this fortune teller keep appearing at random places? Like, what? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've had so much fun the past few weeks just figuring out stuff for the future as well. Um, because, uh, yeah, that, there is something on the horizon. A few different things actually on the horizon. So I'm, I'm looking forward to actually dig into it. The only thing is that you know, one of the, the things that happened this session is something I had planned for two months by now. <laughs> um, so and and just because you know things just just doesn't always go as fast as, as you think it will or maybe we had lots of time you spent more time doing something or, or the players are doing something completely different so some of the things that I've planned right now could be like one month away two months away who knows but um, but at least it, it means that I'm, I'm fairly prepared for, for, for the near future so the only thing that I don't know is what's going to happen after that but I mean <laughs> that's that's probably fine <laughs> we'll get there that's good. I'm yep. glad that you're enjoying doing all that because I know that I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. all right. But I think that that brings us to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, everybody, once again for coming out, whether you're here on Twitch or you are listening to the podcast version. We really appreciate it. A quick reminder that, once again, we will be switching to a bi-weekly schedule. So... Next week, we will not be here, but we will see you all in the next week. Uh, Other than that, thank you once again. If you are on Twitch, um, please go on over to either Project Phoenix Productions or the British Andes stream. They are currently doing Race for Good, um, where they raise money for charity for kids that can't quite use like video game controllers and stuff like that due to whatever disabilities they may have. And the organization creates different peripherals for them to be able to enjoy a hobby that we all enjoy as well. 
So if you are looking for somewhere to go, please think about going over there. Um, I lied. I think they just went offline. Never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but if you are on Twitch, uh, they will be live again tomorrow and Monday. So be sure to check it out. Um, other than that, yep. we will catch you all in the next one. If you need to talk to us, you can check out our email over at two nerds maybe more at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at two nerds maybe more, or you can find out stuff about the website two nerds maybe more.com, which has this episode as well as all of our previous ones. And until next time, we hope you all take care of each other. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.